Bishop William Murphy, can't wait for you on uh, Friday night. Bishop William Murphy is going to be with us along with Pastor Hannah. We're calling it a night of glory in spite of the agony. Glory in spite of the agony. Bishop William Murphy, Pastor John Hannah, Friday night at new birth. I'm telling you, come prepared to wail and to worship. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Brother Baloo, uh, God bless you, Pastor Harris. Blessings to you as well. Uh, what an amazing week for our loving Lord and Savior. This is going to be a week a lot different than the week President Trump is getting ready to have. Jesus Christ broke absolutely no laws. It was absolutely 7.30 on Friday. Uh, was absolutely um, a noble citizen in every sense of the word. And a lot of the focus is going to be uh, this week for Donald Trump. Today is his arraignment after the indictment. Friday, much of the body is going to uh, focus on Good Friday and uh, the seven last declarations that Jesus made from the cross. Sunday, I hope that you're making every preparation. You ought to be booking your flight. You ought to be catching a bus. You ought to be on an Amtrak train. You ought to catch an Uber, do whatever it is that you got to do in order to get to New Birth on Sunday. That's all I can tell you. Sunday, Resurrection Day. I need you to come meet me at New Birth. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I see you, Am. I want you to do this for me, please. Ladies and gentlemen, is I need you to circle back, not Sunday, not Friday. I need you to go back to Tuesday, today. What in the world happened on Tuesday of Holy Week? You, you got to be asking yourself that. Sunday, if you were at uh, New Birth, you're mindful that I was talking about from Genesis to Revelations, there was not a book or a significant incident in Scripture where trees are not present. Tuesday of Holy Week does not disappoint. Jesus is walking after they cried Hosanna. When he's walking after they cry Hosanna, something significant happens. What happens? Jesus passes by a fig tree. I'm in Matthew chapter 21. Matthew 21 gives us all the tea. Matthew 21 verse number 16. Uh, it says early in the morning as Jesus was walking. He came upon a fig tree. And when he came upon that fig tree. I need you to see Lucinda what took place. When he comes upon the fig tree. He curses it and says, you will never bear fruit again. And immediately it dries up. The Bible says that the disciples are deceived by this fact and said, how in the world did the truth dry up so quickly when he just spoke it? Y'all ain't going to believe it. This is what happened on Tuesday. My dear friends, this is uh, the only time Jesus ever cursed something. 
Well, it's the only time you ever curse something. When he goes into uh, the temple and sees money exchanges, he doesn't curse them. Uh, when it is that uh, the Pharisees try to corner and uh, question why is he healing on the Sabbath, he doesn't curse them. Jesus only curses one thing. And I got up this morning because I don't want it to be you. He only curses the thing that doesn't live up to its potential. He says, how dare you be in my presence and not produce? This is a heavy word right here. How in the world do you have everything in you to flourish, to prosper, to excel, to be fruitful, and you're going to stand in front of me and have no fruit to bear? That man. We have another instance where uh, Jesus gives a story about the tree that uh, didn't bear fruit. And the Lord says, I'm giving you one more year. Now, after that, I'm cutting you down. In this instance, he says, no. If you stand in front of me, you better be producing something. And immediately the curse fell on him. Ladies and gentlemen, I trembled to my bones. I am quickened at my core. At how many people are inviting a curse on their life? Because you go to church and you're a worshiper, you're praising, you're lifting up holy hands, you're singing songs. But how in the world are you not producing anything? My grandmother said something to me that I have the burden to repeat to you today. She said that you shouldn't be, somebody write this down, you should not be a spiritual success and a financial failure. You cannot be a spiritual success and a financial failure. You ought to be believing God for both at the exact same time. I command, I compel, I demand every person who can hear my voice produced. Every person that knows that there's a gift in you and you are not stirring up the gift, heaven has put you on full alert. Be productive. Every person who has lost their motivation, can't find their drive, somehow or another has slipped into cruise control, be productive. The spirit of the living God is calling you on this, the week, of Holy Week, that you've got to go into full production. Yesterday, I uh, went uh, to a uh, screening, and uh, Will Packer said something that uh, really resonated in me. He said, you can have the script. You can have the actors. You can have... Uh, back in other studio but if you don't have a producer 
and ain't going nowhere. Lord, I'm telling you, a lot of you are uh, backing yourselves into a corner because you don't hang with no producers. All you got around you is a bunch of actors acting like they're doing it, acting like they got it, acting like they're working on something. As soon as you expose what it is that you are endeavoring to do, they're trying to eat their harvest. Ladies and gentlemen, the disciples said, how can this be? I'm still in Matthew 21. I now need you to go with me to verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. He says, if you operate in this same level of faith of what I just spoke, not only can you dry stuff up at your word, you can tell mountains to go jump in the sea. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to embolden your faith to start speaking to stuff that's bigger than you. I need you to begin believing God for the supernatural. I need you to enlarge your capacity of understanding to know that I am infected with the spirit of Jabez. That everything I presently have is too small for me. And I'm trusting God for something so much bigger. I'm trusting God for what I can't put my shoulder behind. Trusting God for what it is that a shovel cannot do. I am going to move it with the authority of my voice. But tonight, I'm telling y'all, tonight at 7.30, we're going to the altar for one hour. Jesus asked the disciples, can you tarry for one hour? 7.30 to 8.30. We're going to lay at the altar of new birth. Because we discover in Matthew 21, verses 16 through 21, your mouth has the authority to curse whatever is not productive and to move whatever is in your way. Ladies and gentlemen, what you going to move this week? What, what, what you going to ship this week? What are you going to overthrow this week? What do you believe is out of place this week? And there's two factors. One, the words of uh, Tyrese Gibson's book, Move Out of Your Own Way, is you have got to get to the place whatever is stopping me from producing the seeds that are in me. I nullify them. I polarize them. I remove them. And I have the authority to move things. Here it is that the enemy thought I was going to have to expend the energy to climb. I am not. I'm excited, and I want to. Uh, I want to make sure that the curse that you've been fighting against was not something you brought on yourself. I know this is not a popular gospel. I know prophets come into town, have services, and never hold us responsible and accountable for the lot that we are in. 
But when I found out from that big tree, there is no satanic properties present. Words of uh, your mama, you did it to yourself. Having all of that potential, having all of that seed, being in the right environment and still not producing nothing. Come on now. You got to do something. I need you to do me a favor to alarm the universe, the environment, and your atmosphere. Would you type and declare, this will be my productive year? Ah, uh, it's too much. Just type, I'm a producer. I declare and decree over every person that can hear my voice, that they resonate with me. I am a producer. Now, don't let me be the only one. I just told you what takes place for those who do not fall in alignment with your God-given potential. I am a producer. Royal B-53, thank you for rolling with me. I am a producer. Thank you, David. This will be my productive year. My daughter Lillian Owens, this will be my productive year. I'm telling you, uh, be different. I am a producer. That's what I need you to be. Mm -mm, I got to get this curse off of me. God expects too much from me. He's invested too much from me. He anticipates too much out of my life. And this week, the week that he made the ultimate sacrifice, I got to produce. I got to give it my all. It's got to come out of me. All of my potential has got to be present. I declare it to be so. Now let's move some mountains. Let's move some mountains. He said, if you got the faith, you can shift it. Lord, on behalf of my brother, my sister, I speak over them. Mountain moving authority. Move out of their way. Every individual who is conspiring to hold them back, move out of their way. Every adversarial, demonic, contentious force that is conspiring to block them from their ultimate goals of achievement. Move out of their way. Every fiscal and financial block that has come in the form of a bill or indebtedness, move out of their way. Move out of their way. Every strand of trauma out of their past, every level of toxicity that is in their present, every demonic presentation that is looming ahead in their future, move it out of their way. Every scar from their childhood, every issue from past relationships, everything that has contaminated their self-esteem and their understanding of their self-worth, move it out of their way. Everything in their memory bank that has been said to them, everything that they remember, everything that they have endured, everything that they are pushing against, move it out of their way. Everything in their body that is not in alignment, every disease, every lesion, every growth, every outshoot, 
every closed artery, move it out of their way. Every illegal soul tie, every habit, every addiction, every weight, move it out of their way. Everything that they are drawn to that does not mirror your intention for their life, move it out of their way. If they are in the posture of a dog returning back to their own vomit, move it out of their way. Everything in their mind that has convinced them that they are not worthy of the best, that they do not qualify for the opportunity, everything that has whispered into their ears that they are not good enough, that they are not beautiful enough, that they are not smart enough, move it out of their way. Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down. Move it out of their way. We declare that it is so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We give your name glory. We give your name praise. Thank you, Holy God. We give your name glory. We give your name praise. Hallelujah. Move everything out of the way of their children. Hallelujah. Move everything out of the way of their siblings. I feel those glory now. Move everything out of their way. Hallelujah. Out of their past mistakes and their missteps and bad decisions. Thank you, Holy God. Move it out of their way. Thank you. Let sun drops now fall. Move people out of their way. People who are not healthy but their potential. Move them out of their way. Every appendage. Hallelujah to their prophetic destiny, even if it is a relative, move them out of the way. Every relationship that has passed its expiration date, move them out of the way. I don't know what's happening on this Tuesday morning, but God, with your infinite grace, your infinite wisdom, your infinite mercy, I pray, dear Lord, that you'll elevate us to a higher place. You'll push us to a greater capacity. You'll catapult us to where it is that we ought to be. God, we promise to give your name glory. We promise to give your name praise. We promise to give your name honor. Find you, God, that you can do absolutely anything. The only thing you can't do is fail. And we are living evidence that you have never failed us. You're living evidence that while we were yet sinless, you died for us. Thank you, Holy God. You've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Thank you, God, that you can maybe do something between now and Sunday. Did you hear what I said, children of the Most High? He's going to do something between now and Sunday. I believe it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Look, Matthew 21. 16, sucker free, 365. You just said something that moved my spirit. I shall win. Lord, the, the Holy Ghost sent that to you today. I shall win. I feel that. Somebody declare that. I shall win. Hallelujah. I shall win.
Lord, I feel that down in my sanctified soul. I shall win. Tonight, if you know what's good for you, you better meet me at the altar. Meet me at the altar. Tonight at New Birth, it'll be live online, but physically, meet me at the altar. Hallelujah. I want you to do something, just the lowest seed I've ever asked you to give. I want you to sow a seed today of eight. Eight dollars. That's it. That's all I'm asking you for. Eight. You feel more to do that? Do it. Eight is new beginnings. New beginnings. Go right now to newbirth.org. Go right now to newbirth.org. Go right now to Giblify. Push pay. Text to give. Write a check. Drop it in the mail. Eight dollars. That's all I'm asking you to do. If you're on uh, Cash App, uh, go to Crown Prince 07. Crown Prince 07. Eight dollars. That's all that I'm asking you to give. Today marks a new beginning. Today begins, in the words of my big sister, Kayla Carr, your winning season. You're going to newbirth.org. You're going to give at newbirth.org. Newbirth.org. Push pay. Uh, give LaFi. If you're on Cash App, dollar sign. Dollar sign. Crown of Prince 07. I want you to sow that seed of eight. Today begins your productive season. Y'all, do whatever you can. Do whatever you can to meet me at New Birth tonight at 7.30. I'm looking for a miracle. I am expecting the impossible. I know that God is going to meet us, and I know that you are going to be productive. Yes, you are. I'm talking about you. You are going to be Productive. So get ready to produce at a level, at a volume, at a capacity that you haven't been in for years. You are getting ready to be productive. Go sum your seed at $8. Go to newbirth.org, give LaFi, push pay, text to give on uh, Cash App, Prime Friends, or something. Your pastor loves you. I just want you to produce. I love you. I just want more out of you. I love you. And I know there's a whole lot more you got to give. I love you. And I want you to move every mountain in your life. I love you. And I can't wait to see you on tonight. I love you. Today begins your productive season. I love you to the morning back. I see you tonight at 730 Friday night. Bishop William Murphy, Pastor John Hanna. Don't meet me there. Be there. God bless you.